Hey everybody, welcome back to Brands Tech Podcast. How are you all? This is episode 8, I believe. And this one is about Android Oreo Go Edition. What exactly is it? And how this will make a difference. And let's go ahead and get started. To start off, this is Google's new initiative to get the next billion users onto, well, smartphones. And with Android being the biggest mobile operating system and even um, bigger usage than desktop operating systems, Google definitely has a big advantage here. And in some sense, this may be seen as a successor to the Android One program, which it was announced back in 2014. Now, the Android One program hasn't necessarily gone away, but it has sort of graduated into something. So, if you don't know, Android Android One was originally released back in 2014 as a stock Android version of Android that was made for budget phones, per se. And it pretty much allowed them to allowed Google to pretty much monitor what hardware and software is going to be put into other people's devices to make a more uniform experience for budget devices in less developed nations and countries. But what ended up happening here was that all of these were local manufacturers, which that does actually add some benefit in lower production cost, but that means that they can also only do it to certain areas, which was a big downside. But with Android 1 has now graduated, Android Go seems to try to be more reasonable with the guidelines and makes a better experience overall. You see, with Android Go Edition, which the reason why it's called Android Oreo Go Edition, by the way, is because it's launching with Android Oreo, but supposedly if it were to last up to Android P, which it should, I'm assuming it'll just go straight to Android Go, but till then I will just call it Android Go. But anyway, Android Go makes it where it makes the most benefit out of minimum specs. So what happens with these devices is that a lot of them will ship with less than one gigabyte of RAM. Yes, one gigabyte of RAM. That's pretty small. However, what Android Go is trying to do is make the most of it by shrinking the app sizes so that they can work better with it and optimizing it so other resources in the background aren't used as much. And Google's first niche initiative with this was to shrink all of Google's own apps and make them Go Edition. So all of those Google apps you usually see on your Android phone are now Go Editions for these devices and simply use a lot less resources including less RAM, less battery, and a lot of other processing power. This goes into a thought process I was thinking about a while back which was if you can't add more to a device make the most of what you have and that's pretty much essentially what Android Go is doing here now this is not to say that 
these devices won't be coming to areas like the U.S. Uh, as we are not a um, lesser developed country. Because the Android Go program is made to come all globally. Rather than the Android 1 program which was more stuck in places without full smartphone usage such as India and Indonesia. And by the way, one of the reasons for this, by the way, was because those areas have a lot of local manufacturers, while in the U.S., a lot of them are more mainstream, big manufacturers. And that is another thing about Android Go that is different from the original Android 1 program, is that big manufacturers can get involved and are recommended to for their very budget devices and to even make these budget devices. And HMG Global is probably the best manufacturer of the Android Go program, period, right now, with their new Nokia One smartphone, which to me resembles the Nokia Asha program from before that, but that's besides the point. The Nokia One is one of the first Android Go smartphones to come out, period, and features a nice fun design and minimum specs, but it works pretty well from what I've heard. And according to Google, these devices will be able to also get stuck Android, but it will be slightly modified so that it can be more resource friendly. And some of the quick notifications and settings drawer that you swipe down from the top four will be more modified to manage these resources. So rather than having a whole bunch of different settings for your Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, the ones on the top might be to turn off your mobile data, to turn on battery saver, and all of that. I'm hoping this initiative from Google will go pretty well, and I'm excited to see what type of possibilities could come from this. And I'm going to leave you off here. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. I hope you all liked it. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Have a wonderful day.